Welcome back to OK Pause. Today we recap the long-awaited return of Love is Blind, season three. Girl, yes. <laughs> I did watch season two. That was the first season of Love is Blind that I watched, and it was so good. I had to go back and I watched season one. So the first four episodes of season three just dropped, and I believe it was on Wednesday, if I'm not wrong. Uh, The show is an exclusive. You can only find it on Netflix. And it is hosted, yes, by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. If this is your first time listening, thank you. I appreciate your time. If you are a return listener, thank you for coming back. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? Okay, so now normally when I recap Married at First Sight, I like to go couple by couple. It's just easier for me that way. Uh, But since this format is a little different, I will go scene by scene as it was shown. Now, I may have omitted some conversations, but I just focus on the main ones, the ones that I saw or the couples or the people, the individuals that I saw repetitively, if that makes sense. Okay. so anyway, so here we go and let's get started. All right, so here we go. We're going to go ahead and talk about the opening scene. Now, we have, it shows the cast, I guess I put it that way. Everybody's kind of getting out the car and they're walking to uh, the venue where, you know, they'll be filming um, Love is Blind. And eventually we have Nick and Vanessa who comes out to greet everyone. And before they came out, you know, the ladies were in the women's quarters and the men were in the men's quarters. And they were just greeting one another, saying hello and nice to meet you and what's your name and whatever have you. So eventually Nick and Vanessa Lachey come in and they come to say hello to them, each in their individual quarters. Uh, the next thing that we have, and they're basically asking them what they're looking for, if they're excited to be here, and that their husbands or wives are sure to be um, uh, in the pods waiting for them. So after they meet one another, they finally say, okay, let's go. The pod is now open. So the pod is now open means it is time for people to go into their individual pods and meet one another. So let me go ahead for those who probably have never seen the show. Obviously, if you're here, that means you've watched this, the episode at least. But for those who haven't, just real briefly. So it's it's about men and women who are looking to find love. A little bit like Married at First Sight, but not quite. They basically go into these individual pods. You don't see one another. So the hope is to kind of just really get to know someone for who they are who they are, excuse me, at their core without the influence of looks, right? Because too often in society, you know, we are drawn to someone by their physical attraction. When at the end of the day, isn't it what really matters how a person makes you feel, right? And who they are as a person, because as we all know, looks eventually someday will fade and they will go away and things about our bodies and appearances will change over time. But if who we are is who we are, then who we are should always remain true, right? So that's the intentions that these people will fall in love with one another. And of course, they have 10 days to meet one another. And uh, if they believe that that connection is there, the uh, gentleman or the woman, either one can propose. 
and and that's when they meet each other for the first time face to face and then they go on this journey where they go back to their hometowns and meet one another and move into an apartment and you know share each other's lives at least for a short time but anyway that's the that's a quick snapshot of <laughs> the, the show okay so they go into the pods and what happens is people there it's like this long again why am I doing this? You guys already saw the show, but again, there may be some people who haven't seen it, but there's this long hallway and there are doors on the left and doors on the right. And each pod has a number at the top. So you basically go to that number and you meet the individual on the other side. So, and you start to, you know, talk to them. What's their, what's their name? You get to know one another. What do you do? Blase, blase. Um, now you're not supposed to generally give any description about, well, I'm five feet two, I'm 130 pounds. I, but I noticed this season that they were saying things like I'm a Pilates instructor, which obviously is going to let the other person know that you're physically fit, right? Or I'm a ballet dancer. It's going to obviously let someone know that you're physically fit. You're not supposed to say anything um, descriptive that will let the other person know what you look like because the whole intentions of the show is that, you know, it, it, you're not supposed to fall for the other person based on looks. But I digress. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start off um, with, I believe her name is Sharita. And Sharita, now the other thing I want to pause for a second. Now, it's interesting on the show, it would show their name and their ages. Now, I may have been off on some of the ages I wrote down, but I wanted to make sure I was right. So I went to Netflix.com and verify the ages, but the ages on Netflix.com appear to be off by one or two years and they don't match the ages that are on the screen. So go figure. But anyway, so we have Sharita and she's 35 years old and she's having a conversation and I believe she, yeah, she's talking to Simmer and Simmer is 32 and she, I believe it was Simmer. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> and she said that she was a fan of 69 and, but she said her least favorite sexual position, um, was being on top. Okay. And she said that, and he asked, well, why? And she said, because it takes a lot of work. <laughs> You know, and again, I'm just highlighting little things about different conversations that people are having in the pods. And then I'll go more into the other more connected relationship that appear to have developed towards the end. Um, so we have Nancy and Nancy is 31, 31 years old. And she said that uh, she wants 10 kids. Um, and she said she uh, and oh, I noted that I liked her energy. And I really also did like the conversation that Nancy and I believe his name is Batiste or Bartise. And of course, we will learn their names over time the more we hear it, right? But this is uh, episode one. So please forgive me. <laughs> Give me grace. Uh, then we also have Raven, who's 27. And Raven was talking with Boris, and he is 25. And I also did like their conversation. Um, she is the one who, Raven I'm referring to, is the one who is a um, Pilates instructor. And she has really great energy. I really did like her as well. Um, and I can kind of see the two of them together. She really does eventually seem to develop some feelings for him, but we'll get into that. She said that one of her... Uh, 
pitfalls, I guess, when it comes to men is that she's easily drawn or blindsided by one's physique. So, you know, the more fit or muscle a guy has, she becomes weak. And, and girl, I get it. It's all of us, right? Uh, next, she talks with SK. And SK is 34 years old. And we're talking about Raven still. And he is a Nigerian. And he is an engineer. And he uh, is about to start grad school, if I'm not wrong, at Berkeley. And so she was like, oh, that's, that's exciting. That's cool. Berkeley, okay. Uh, we go into another pod, and we have Carlene. Carlene, uh, who is 26 years old, and she is a ballet dancer. Now, she is chatting with Cole in the other pod, and they were talking about how similar in closeness their names are, Cole and Colleen. That would actually be kind of cool. But Cole says that dating is very different for her in the in real, excuse me, yeah, Cole says dating is different in real life. It's not like it was in high school, you know, when uh, there were a lot more, you had access, put it that way, to a lot more young ladies or, or women or whatever in high school. And then of course the same in college. Uh, but he said that he noticed that his dating life kind of changed as he got older into the real world because he's like, well, hey, what are you going to do? Where are you going to pick meet someone at, at your job, at the coffee machine, <laughs> you know, at the grocery store, you know, in the paper towel aisle, you know. So he was like, it is a little challenging, but he decided he just wanted to do something different. So he was down for Love is Blind. Uh, now, at first sight, pause for a second. With Cole, the way he came across, because he kind of came across to me as someone who was just silly and just for good times, loves to laugh. He says banter was very important for him uh, in any relationship. And so he says, if you don't have banter and you can't laugh together, then what do you have, per se? Uh, so anyway, he was looking for someone, um, you know, with a sense of humor and who can have a good time, but also someone where they can just, you know, have banter. So he's definitely looking for that in these pod, these pod streets. <laughs> uh, okay. So then we also have Alexa. Now, Alexa is 29 years old and she loves food. And she says that she loves who she is and she is comfortable in her skin. Um, and she would, of course, she doesn't have an issue meeting anyone, but she would hope that whoever she meets um, would also be comfortable, especially in this case where you're meeting someone without seeing them, but eventually that they would be accepting of her as she is. But um, I really do love her uh, confidence. So anyway, Alexa is chatting with Brennan and Brennan I have is 32. Now, he also says that he loves food and um, they can have a shashuka cook-off. <laughs> I think that is. I've never heard of a shashuka. So um, I may have to Google that. But um, apparently, let's pause there for a second. So their connection appeared very easygoing. It flowed. Um, it didn't seem... So forced, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Uh, and they really initially just connected off of food and then everything else seemed to have fallen in place. But again, this is still early. They're still chatting with other people that they're meeting in the pods. But anyway, that, that was round one. 
Uh, now round one is over, so we go into the, the you know the the men gather in the men's quarters and the women gather in the women's quarters, and they're just talking about their dates and uh, I guess talking about interest and who they liked and putting people in their top one, two, or three, etc. So we go back now to Zanab, who's 31, says that she is picky AF, okay? And she always, she has a habit of having a checklist. She's always had a checklist when it comes to dating. Um, she's very picky. Uh, she, she says she's ready to try something different, which is why she signed up for the show. And she says, she, girlfriend says she is ready to get booed up. <laughs> so we go into day two. Okay, so the first couple I have in the pod, I have Bartise. I I hope his name is Bartise. <laughs> I have Bartise, and I also have Raven. Now, is it? Yes, it is Bartise and Raven. Now, Raven is the one I was telling you about who is the um, fitness instructor. So they're going to have a little yoga session in the pods (laughs) now you know and that was just kind of fun you know they got on the ball and you know he eventually was like okay look i'm I'm just gonna say you win because this is just really hard so that was that it only lasted for a few minutes it wasn't too bad uh but eventually they started talking and raven figured you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and shoot my shot You know, I don't know if this is day two, three, or four, but she wanted to be honest with him. And she said, I just want to let you know that I really like you. Uh, And when she said that, you know, he sat up. He's like, oh, okay. Um, And so she said, she also mentions that, well, she said that she wanted to talk to him about something and she wanted to be open. And she was hoping that he would be receptive. And so I'm thinking, okay, why are you dragging it out like this? Because it's going to kind of, you know, put some the other person in an awkward position. Like, okay, what is she about to tell me? And he was probably thinking, is she about to tell me she's a, a dancer? You know, or whatever. But uh, outside of her doing her palais that she does, she also said that she bartends and occasionally she does bottle service. And, um, yeah, the whole time I was thinking, okay, well, why were you kind of hiding that? And also, why were you kind of hiding in the corner? Did you guys see her? Um, The couch to the right, she was hiding or squatting down on the right-hand side, like in a little ball. And I didn't quite understand why, but it it was just funny. I was like, come from around that corner, girl. (laughs) But um, apparently she was very nervous, but apparently he said he wasn't going to judge her for it, and it's okay, and and they just kind of laughed about it. And it's so funny because it seems like with Bartise, there it is, I got his name right, Bartise. With Bartise, it appears everybody wants to open up to him and tell him some deep, dark secret. (laughs) So, but anyway, he does kind of have that energy where you kind of feel like you can talk to him. So I get it. Uh, Okay, now, apparently, it's coming about, I think she was talking to, I'm still talking about Raven here. I think she was talking with Colleen and I guess it was going around that Nancy was expressing um, interest, excuse me, in Bartiz. So she was just kind of thinking, okay, well, who is she? And is she about to come for my man? (laughs) That's how I kind of took it. But uh, yeah, so I guess she was just joking about that. But again, it's still kind of early 
Raven, relax, <laughs> relax. Okay, so we're gonna go next with Nancy. Nancy is, tells Bartise that, um, and she, oh, that when she was in grad school, that she had donated about 25 to 30 of her eggs. And again, this is one of those other conversations that I was talking about when I say that it appears that people want to open up their heart and soul and tell Bartise everything. So she said that when she was in grad school, I'm assuming she's saying just to kind of like, you know, to pay the bills and make, you know, um, what is it? Pay her bills and, and just, you know, be able to, you know, get through school, get through grad school, that she had to pick up some extra income. And so she said that she had donated her eggs, 25 to 30 eggs. And in the paperwork that she signed, that it says that when the kids are 18, if they ever want to find out who their biological parents are, that they do have the right to come and look for you. And she was making light that it's possible that, I don't know, it was 50 or 100 kids, or I don't know how many it was, but that they can come looking for her someday. And she just wanted to be honest with him and share that. Again, he was kind of, initially, he didn't know where she was going with this, but then again, he was like, well, okay, I think that's cool that you donated your eggs um, to support other families or other parents who couldn't have kids. So he, you know, kind of, you know, acknowledged that and, and gave her respect for it and said that it wasn't an issue for him. Um, he says that, um, I think that was mainly it. They talked about wanting to have kids. She asked him how old he was and he said that he was 25 and then she kind of sat up and she's like are you serious and he's like no yeah i'm 25 years old so i guess she was surprised because she wasn't expecting um him to be 25 and she basically said that that appears not gonna work for her because uh she said in the real world she would not date someone who's 25 so i'm assuming she's saying you know what and again she's 31 just for the record so she's basically saying that she's not going to do that um, here. And I guess she's assuming that because he's 25, that he might be young, he may be immature, maybe he's not ready, you know, I guess to settle down, to start a family, get married nonetheless. Um, and maybe he's not where she is. But they, I will say that there are some people who are 25 years old and they are more mature than those who are in their 30s, again. You know, so you really can't judge a person by their age. You really should really get to know them, but nonetheless. All right, so that was uh, Nancy and Bartise. She was really filling him, but after that, um, homegirl dropped him real quick. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to go into Brennan and Alexa. So, you know, I have here that they talk again. Now, and I don't believe that I took notes the first time they talked because I was unsure, but here it is. So they talk again. And she asked him about his family. And so apparently they have a really good, deep conversation. Uh, he says that it was him and his brother growing up. His parents split when he was six months old. And he said that they argued a lot. Uh, and he used to go to bed at night putting the blankets over his head so he didn't have to hear the screaming and yelling, you know, things like that, which is kind of traumatic because, you know, you can really have that haunt you, you know, PTSD for a very, very long time into adulthood for some people. But it sounds like he has gotten past that, um, obviously, but uh, he still has memories of that. So, uh, she, and then she talked about her family, if I'm not wrong, she's one of six. 
And I believe she said that her parents did eventually get divorced, but she comes from a very close-knit family. And so they were able to really bond on that. And she said that whoever she was to get with, you know, in the future, as far as a spouse, she would want to make sure that they love kids um, because, she, oh yeah, they are, her parents were definitely divorced because she mentioned her dad being remarried and her stepsister was four years old or something. But she was just talking about it's important that whoever she ends up with is someone that also loves kids. All right, so we go to the men's quarter and I don't know why. Well, we go to the men's quarter. I didn't really, nothing really stood out there for me, but I do go back here to Nancy and Nancy says that she has connected with Andre who's 30 years old. Now, Andre, <laughs> interesting guy, this fella. Um, he's 30, um, and she said that she connected with him mentally and financially, meaning he's, I guess he talks about the things that he's done in life, where he's traveled, um, what he does for a living. I believe he said he was a wildlife photographer. Uh, I will say this for a second, pause. This guy, I've always said this, I like a well-dressed man, right? I don't like someone, for example, who buys clothes and tries to wear the clothes. Yet, someone who, when you wear a suit, the suit doesn't wear you. Let me rephrase this. When a man wears a suit, the suit should not wear him but yet he should wear the suit, right? Or the blazer or the shirt. Like, does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? And with Andre, everything so far, and it was something about that lavender blazer. And he also had another blazer. I forgot what color it was. But it's it, it just looks so, it's like everything is neat and pressed and clean and the shoulder pads are just perfect. It's like the, the collar, everything is laid. Like he wears his clothes and his clothes does not wear him. And I can tell that he has style and he's sharp and he knows how to put things together. And I do like that. Um, I do find that very attractive in a man. But nonetheless, all right. So what else did I have here? I had that he is well uh traveled of course because he talked about having gone to Istanbul and somewhere other places and um, I forgot where in Africa to take pictures um, somehow 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 I just feel like I have to say that one more time somehow we ended up having a conversation about sex mm, now if I'm not wrong she did say that she had a good connection with Andre. Now, maybe we didn't, um, because of editing, maybe we didn't see the first chat in the pod, or maybe there being other chats in the pod that we probably missed out, or maybe I missed it. But <laughs> I'm thinking how many days have they been here that we're having conversations about sex? Uh, okay. <laughs> now I will say this. It was tasteful. It wasn't, and, and I'm not about to repeat everything that he said. Um, there was nothing really too vulgar or dirty about it. Um, it was very, you know, classy in the way he said everything, but he was talking about some weird stuff. Um, he said that 
he's had transcendental sex, I believe that is. Uh, he's talked about, um, oh, I can't, I can't even repeat, sorry, because, you know, I would like to produce clean podcast so I can't even go into the stuff that he talked about but go watch the episode or if you've seen it you know what I'm talking about but I just was not ready for it I was sitting there like what are we doing this is episode one I had to check the time stamp <laughs> like, wait a minute so anyway and I have here again I said okay wait what is up with all this sexual stuff girl bye Felicia <laughs> And again, I don't have an issue with those talks. Let's just get that straight for the record. But my only issue is I felt that it was too soon. Again, granted, we don't know how many days in this is, but still, the process is they're in this pod thing for two weeks. So nonetheless, it hasn't been two weeks. And why are you having these conversations with her? Now, she was acting like she was, ooh, hot and it was steamy and, oh my goodness, he's really doing something to me. But I still felt that it was out of place. Uh, you don't have a conversation like that with women, especially someone you just met. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but anyway, nonetheless, let me get off of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, he comes across very confident. That is something I want to give him credit for. I'm good at giving you credit where I see credit is due, but I'm also good at calling you out. So I called him out about it being too soon to have those talks. Um, but And I gave him credit because he is sharp and he knows how to put his threads together and he looks good. So I do like that. But the other thing I, want, I also want to acknowledge here, this man is confident. You can't tell him nothing. You cannot tell him his poo-poo stinks, okay? He is very confident and I really do like that. Um, it is uh, very nice, not only when a man looks good and he's clean and dresses nicely, but also when he carries that confidence about himself. I like that. I'm not talking about cockiness. That cockiness, not for me. I can't deal with that. But confidence, I love. All right. Now, we go to uh, Brennan Talks with Colleen. So because Colleen was thinking she was kind of hitting it off with Brennan. So anyway, I was about to say something about Colleen, but I'm going to leave it alone. Um, I'm sure I'll get to it in one of these episodes. But so Brennan speaks with Colleen because they spoke once before. So, you know, they're meeting up again. And the first thing that comes to mind, I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. Is it, Ale well, he's walking into the room. Thinking, Is it Alexa? Okay, no. So, we go to the men's quarter and, okay, well, let me talk about the conversation. So Brennan talks with Colleen and basically he's breaking up with her, right? And because he's saying that it was hard for him to kind of get out because she comes into the pod and she's all excited. She's like, oh my goodness, Brendan. He's like, hey, how you doing? And then she can sense immediately that there's a change in his voice or his tone. It doesn't seem as excited. And so she's like, are you okay? Is everything all right? And that's when he starts to hubba, 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 you know, and she's like, okay, this can't be good. Uh, and so he basically says, okay, look, I just want to be honest with you. Long story short, guys, he's just saying that he had a stronger connection with someone else and he just wants to put his focus and his attention in that relationship. Um, and I, and that's when I wrote down, wait a minute, is it Alexa? <laughs> like, wait a minute, are we talking about Alexa already? And we're what, 15, 20 minutes 
in. I, I, that's what I have here. I, is it Alexa? But anyway, so he goes back to the men's quarters and he says to them, he was talking to someone. He was basically just saying, they said, well, how did it go? And he says, look, I really hope I didn't hurt her feelings. That was not my intentions, but I wanted to be true to myself and I wanted to be honest. And um, I just have a more stronger, deeper connection with Alexa. And that's kind of just where I want to put um, my energy. And, you know, you can only respect that, right? Because I know we had, a, we had you know, someone last season, episode two, I mean, season two, who was kind of going back and forth between two women. And that kind of went all the way to after the reunion special. It was just a hot mess. So he was like, I don't want to do that. I like you, I think you're cool, but I have a stronger connection with someone else and I just want to focus on that. So you can't even be mad at him. So then Brandon now meets up with Alexis and she looks nervous, not really knowing what he's about to say because he's like, oh, you know, she walks in and she goes, oh, it's game night or something. Cause I guess they had games there for them to play. And right away he says, hold on, before we even get started with that, I need to talk to you. So, of course, she's like, uh-oh, what's wrong, you know? But eventually, he basically just lets her know that he's really, you know, nervous and he hasn't felt this way about anyone in a long time. Um, he tells her that he really likes her and that he is in love with her. And they both exchange I love yous. Okay. Um, and I was thinking, okay, what in the world is going on? <laughs> here and okay and and please no one if you watch made at first sight no one tells stasia please that this happened within 30 minutes <laughs> that they exchanged i love yous or that brennan told alexa that he loved or excuse me yeah brennan told alexa that he loved her within the first two weeks let's just say right because they have 10 days to do this proposal meet someone in a pod and exchange proposal and again granted we don't know how many days this has been but it's been two weeks let's just say less than two weeks yet you know stasia has been trying to get nate to tell her he loves her for the last eight weeks so so we won't tell stasia this okay <laughs> All right, so then we go to Colleen and Cole. Now, I love the energy with these two. These two laugh. They have a great time. I'm thinking banter, right? That The banter that Cole wanted in someone, he's having that with Colleen. They're joking about kids. They're just really having a good time. Very superficial, right? Uh, just on that surface level. Nothing too deep, hint, hint. <laughs> um, but again, it's easy. I don't know what conversation number this is for them. It's not really clear, but it's okay. Uh, and what else did he say? Oh, so she was talking about, you know, being in ballet, being a dancer, and um, how she's physically fit, likes to work out and take care of herself. And they're talking about how many kids they want to have. And at the end, when they were leaving the pods, you know, Cole did joke around and said, well, shoot, my wife needs to have a nice butt. <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, I don't know about that, Cole. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing. All right. Now, something else I want to note too. I've noted that I've taken more notes for Love is Blind. My pages are like back to back to back to back to back compared to um, Married at First Sight. But, and this is just episode one, but anyway. 
All right, so then we have Cole and Zanab. All right, now Cole, again, I said it was 27, and I don't remember Zanab's age, forgive me. And so basically, he says that he loves, um, he says he loves the outdoors. He was talking about, because I think she was asking what are some things that he's into, what he likes to do, things like that. And I believe that he said he loves food or he loves to cook or something. But I also have here that he said he loves the outdoors. And um, they started talking about, you know, their parents. She said she lost, uh, I believe he asked, well, no, they started talking because I think he brought up family or something. And, or she brought up the family, I can't remember. But somehow she started sharing with him that she had lost both her parents when she was young at a young age. I believe she lost her dad at 13 and her mom at 18 if i'm not wrong um and so she said she grieved for like 10 years and uh he was very supportive he was like oh my gosh you know i'm so proud of you because you just sound so strong just imagine that you went through that at such a young age to lose both your parents and just talking to you today you would never know that and that just tells me the kind of person that you are and i was thinking to myself uh oh colleen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yikes. This is not going to be good. Okay, she cannot be getting dumped twice in the first episode. Okay. Uh, now, something else I wanted to note is about Zanab is that the whole time that she was talking to Cole, and, and both of them, pause for a second. So Cole, although he did initially to me come across as a jokester, I did notice that when the conversation got deep, his whole energy change, not change in a bad way, but change in attentiveness, right? And alertness. And his body wasn't moving around and doing all the silly stuff. Like he was into, he was hanging on every words that Zanab said. And that showed me that he, like he can go either way. He can be all funs and jokes and, and silly and have a good time. But when the moment shifts and the moment calls, for someone who is serious and who can have deep, meaningful conversations. Cole can do that. Now, that's a skill. Not everybody can go back and forth like that. And some people can only do one versus the other. So I, I just, kudos, I, I just want to, you know, give him credit for being able to have that flexibility, right? If that makes sense. Uh, so, and the other thing I noticed with her is even with everything that she talked about that happened in her life growing up, losing both of her parents and everything she went through and who the, the woman she is today, right? Even in the process, because obviously you would assume she's always been looking for love and maybe she just never met her match, that she opened herself up to this process of love is blind. So with her finding herself here today, and even though she feels like she's having a connection with uh, Cole, she still appears to me to be a little bit cautious and a little bit guarded, whereas some of the women, I guess what I'm saying is, in their conversation with the gentleman that they were having in the pods, when it appears to go good, like Colleen and, and whoever else I'm thinking of, you can tell that there was, oh, Alexa, you can tell that there was a level of excitement, right, in them when they left the pod. Like, yes, that was so good, and the girls cheered them on and everything. Whereas Anab, she's just cautiously guarded. Right. So she's just like, 
okay, that was cool. I, I couldn't pick up anything else from her. So which means she's guarding her heart, she's guarding her emotions, and she doesn't want to get caught up. All right? All right, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> so I did like that. All right, so Brennan. I see him, there's a shot of him standing. And, it, and at the time when I initially saw the shot, I thought he was standing in front of that white panel, right, before they go out to meet um, the other person and propose. So there was a quick shot, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh. It was, And I saw the blazer, and I guess it was the lighting and everything. It did not look like he was in a pod. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, is he standing in front of that white, you know, door or wall or wherever that is? And is he about to propose? <laughs> I, was, I was so thrown off. And I said, okay wait a minute. But then it changed and they showed him in the pot. And I said, oh, okay. So at the same time he comes in and he said he wants to talk to her about something. And she just has this look over her face like she knows, right? Cause she's serious. She never comes across nervous or anxious or anything. She's just always again. Well, anyway, I'm, we're talking about Alexis here, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. So Alexis, she comes across very confident, right? and reassured and she just was sat there while he was talking to her in the other pod with her head down listening but it was almost like she knew I guess there's I guess when you build a connection with someone again we don't know how long it's been I know it's been less than two weeks <laughs> uh well let's just say less than a week right because we still have other couples to see and other proposals to come so it's definitely been less than a week but yeah, so it's, anyway, so it was like she knew that this was going to happen. So he says that he knows that this is nuts, but he says that, um, and, I, and, I, and I have here that I'm, I'm writing down. I was like, okay, what in the hell is happening here? And I even had to check my time. Seriously, I kid you not. I stopped, the, I stopped Netflix so I could look to see how much time has already passed. And I'm like, okay, well, we're 30 minutes in, and we're getting a proposal already? Like, okay. All right, so anyway, nonetheless, so long story short, he says, will you marry me? And I'm like, oh my goodness. And of course she says yes. And uh, I don't even know if it even happened season one. I mean, excuse me, if it happened episode one of season one and two, I just can't remember that far back with all the other reality shows that I watched, but I was just stunned. But anyway, here we are. Um, and she did say to him, Alexa said to Brennan, I hope you know what you're getting yourself into or what you signed up for. And I, and I can't remember her name right now, but it was in season two. It was the couple that got engaged. I want to say Danielle or Darlene or something. And she was the one who was a little off. She was the one who would dance on the tables with her friends. And I just can't think of her name right now. And she's giving me that energy. Maybe just because of the choice words she used, but she said, well, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but she was very needy, the person I'm talking about from season two. They end up breaking up, as we all remember, that didn't work out. But anyway, long story short. So that's, that, that's what came to mind when I thought about when she said that. Okay, so then we go to Cole and Colleen. All right, here we go again. <laughs> This poor girl. So Cole and Colleen are in the pods. And let me tell you, when I saw these two enter, I was like, oh my goodness. Is he about to break up with her? 
That was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, no, not again. And at this moment, I just started to feel so bad for her. Like, how much can a girl take, right? Two breakups in 40 minutes? <laughs> Ridiculous. Long story short. So he asked her if they can go deep, right? Because he didn't come in, like, I forgot who it was, uh, Brennan, right? with, I forgot who that was. But anyway, when Brendan came in and was like, okay, sorry, we need to talk. I need to let you know, have a connection with someone else. I think it was Colleen. Oh, it was Colleen, duh. So he came in, you know, they had a little banter at the beginning, nothing unusual. You know, he didn't bring up anything about Zanab. And so, but what I peeped is that he really did like the ability to go deep and he thinks that it is important to have deeper conversations with someone or with your mate or your partner so he's like okay although everything with Colleen is good and we laugh and we have a good time and everything is you know superficial on the surface level can we go deep can I go deep with her because maybe that might be the thing that helped me in making my decision because it seems like Zanab kind of had an inch on her I think but anyway she says well he says is it okay if we go deep and I and I noted I said uh oh she might lose him here because she started to get real quiet and real awkward and said she really doesn't go deep it's not her thing and long story short she didn't understand why she said she's not really someone who goes deep and that maybe people tend to see her a lot as being superficial but she says she's really not superficial she just doesn't like to have deep conversations and he was expressing to her that he thinks that it's important it is important excuse me um to have deep conversations you know to get beyond the surface level to know people at their cores and i do agree i love having deep conversations right um, to talk about things that the average person probably doesn't even think about. Again, I'm talking about with, you know, my partner or my spouse, whoever. And now, I was going to say, sometimes you can't always go deep with your friends because they're your friends and you're just going to just have general conversations just about life. But I do love the opportunity whenever it arises to really go there. Um, I love things like that. I like to be challenged and I like to, you know, challenge uh, my relationships as well but long story short so he basically ended up telling this is Cole ends up telling Colleen that um, he didn't think that she might be the one for him because it is important for him to not only have a good time and to joke and to laugh and things like that but it's important for him to be able to get there with someone and have real true meaningful conversations about life and he got that with Zanab now I'm not saying that they're together but I, I can see where that made a difference uh, but anyway you know when he left of course uh, when she left and he left the pod you know he was just like whoa like what happened there he was just kind of confused but anyway it didn't work out but I hope it eventually works out for Colleen, you know, on, on, on Love is Blind. We'll have to see. We're just on episode one. But so we close out with Brennan and Alexa. And I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, is he about to propose? <laughs> and I have here, 
here comes the proposal question mark question mark question mark question mark <laughs> but yeah so he's standing behind that white glass door or whatever it is that opens up before they they walk out onto the red carpet and um before he gets out there though he is just shaking you, you can see him just shaking his red excuse me his right hand and i believe it was either he was going to pass out if he didn't he was just trying to make sure that he was keeping the his blood circulation flowing through his body and so he was just shaking his his wrist or shaking his hand um in nervousness of course and anxiety and alexa was on the other side um uh, in her pod waiting to come out and she was just saying that she you know she's excited to have met him um, and she knows that her body type i guess is not one for everyone right but she said that uh, she hopes that he will accept her as she is and and i'm sure that he will he seems like a very genuine person we'll have to see what happens uh, with them in episode two i think we all kind of know <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll have to wait and talk about it then. So yeah, so that's all that we have for episode one of Love is Blind. I wanted to make sure that I at least got the first episode out. And thank you also for bearing with me. I know it was a little bit kind of choppy here and there. Like I said, I just watched the show. I said, you know what, let me go ahead and put the first episode out so people have something to listen to. Um, again, you can definitely follow me on Twitter at OKPause pod pod and um let me know what you thought of the first episode of love is blind and who what do you think about the people that we've seen so far in the first episode all right okay so we have arrived to the end of our love is blind season three podcast now i want to take episode one i want to say <laughs> there will be episode two and three to come but i just want to take a brief moment again just to thank you for your time and engagement my podcast is new as you can see um, so i'm still learning um, and if you don't mind if you can take a few minutes to give me a five-star rating i would appreciate it if you agree of course um, it would be very much appreciated the rating does help other love is blind uh, listeners to find the podcast. So again, thank you. Come back again. I'll definitely try to have episode two. If you like, please follow me or subscribe. So that way you will get the uh, episode two and three once I upload it. All right. So we'll talk again and um, see you guys soon. Thanks.